All right, guys, welcome back. And today we're going to talk about part two of a big mashup episode. And we are talking about Justice, Justice Ducks part two. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and I'm Mike Russo. And remember, sports fans, the fun begins when I throw the switch. <laughs> the switch. Man, that was a big running gag in this one. An um, episode full of running gags. Oh, yeah, Mike. So today we're going to talk about part two. Um, I don't know. I've never seen them, like, together, really. I've always had to watch them separate. And I know you're kind of, like, you're combining them. Um, did we rate? Th- yeah, we rated them last time, right? The, we did. the part one. Okay, so yeah. are we going to rate part two today? Or are we just going to go ahead and... Well. What we'll do, we'll go through the episode, and when we wrap up, we'll rate the episode individually, mm-hmm. and then we'll compare them. We'll okay. talk about the strengths of both episodes, and we'll see if either one is stronger than the other. Okay. Um, real quick, though, Mike, before sure. we jump into this, do you think most people favored the bad guys on, on this episode instead of the good guys? Because, you know, like with Marvel and DC, people tend to favor the good guys. You Without know? question, it's the bad guys. Okay, so it's kind of like Star Wars, then. People, I think more people tend lead toward the dark side than following the Jedi's, you know? Yeah, you know, at the end of this episode, we're going to be rating the, both teams, and that's what I'm going to give you my thoughts about which one I think works better and why I think one, one's more popular than the other. But okay. So let's just, you know what we should do? Usually we spend a little bit of time talking about, you know, Lots of stuff leading up to the episode, but you know what? Let's just dive right in. Let's just get started with this one because it basically picks up exactly where the last one left off, like mm. literally. <laughs> so so really quick, getting it out of the way, super, super fast. This one aired Thursday, October 3rd, 1991. It was 45th in production order. Of course it was. It had to have been. Yep. <laughs> um, the story editor was the same. It's Dwayne Capizzi again, and the writers are the same too. Like I said last time, Kevin Campbell, Brian Swinlin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that it's the same writers and the same everything because it gives the two episodes a sense of consistency. Yeah. They're like even Darkly Dawn's the Duck didn't have because they jumped animation studios between episodes. Mm-hmm. Both of these are Sun Wu and as strong as each other. So you could watch, you can cut these together into one hour-long episode, and the consistency is perfect here. Um, but yeah, so that's all we need to know going in. So let's just jump in. Here's our plot. All right. So what what happened to Darkwing in the last episode? He was falling off the rooftop. <laughs> and he's still falling off the rooftop. Yep. And while he's falling, we got the fearsome five just watching down below. Yeah, you know, in the last episode, they were watching from a window. Here at the, they're at the very top of the building. Yeah, they move, they move fast. But we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll see somebody else move fast in the building too later on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, so uh, where does uh, Darkwing land? Into a garbage truck. <laughs> and and uh, Saint Cars change. Oh, go it, ahead, go ahead. Yo, this is a, it's, it's like I've been saying, tons and tons of running gags. This garbage truck comes back. But yes, you're right, Will. St. Canard has changed. What's different? Oh, man. Everything's changed, man. From uh, Just from the moment he fell off the roof. <laughs> from the moment he falls off the roof. How uh, long was we, I out, he says. Five minutes, wasn't it? But uh, we got two doctors who are bringing money to, to Megavolt to get their power cut back on in the hospital. 
Right, <laughs> and in the in the few seconds Darkwing was falling, Megavolt's got a lighted billboard on top of the hospital of his know, own right? face. Bushroot, what's he? He's he's uh, his plants are terrorizing the streets. Right, little spikes. Yeah, little spikes. I forgot about you know, Spike. You know what? It's funny. Somebody asked um, Tad a while back if those plants were supposed to be Spike. I believe the answer was it should have been something else, but since you know they're always on a deadline, they just had a reused Spike's design for that. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're both Spike. <laughs> and the people who are being terrorized run for the police, and what do they get instead? They get Quacker Jack's toy teeth. They're the police now. Aren't they wearing police hats? Yep. <laughs> Help, police! Help, police! <laughs> yeah. And then um, Darkwing keeps walking. He's moping. He's like, I should have teamed up. You know, it's too late. I let everybody yeah. down. And mm-hmm. he walks into to water. And yep. he, <laughs> what part of the town is that, Mike? It's Liquidator's part of town. <laughs> Boy. The Fearsome Five took over the city in five minutes. That's what they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, the Fearsome Five, they work fast. And now we cut to the bridge, the hideout. And Goslin and Launchpad and Morgana and Stegmut and Neptunia are there trying to figure out what do we do next. Yeah. Uh, Gizmo wants the team to split up. And he, you know, he starts trying to give them a pep talk and he's hyping them up, you know. Gizmo that bursts right through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah gizmo duck bursts right through the wall and takes charge almost immediately <laughs> and uh he just starts telling everybody what he wants them to do but neptunia wants none of it yeah she says she's got to get back in the water before she dries out <laughs> yeah and you know her she's not really keen on helping people it's not her thing no and and um Morgana tries to make her stay with her moisture cream. Neptunia's not interested, and so she leaves. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, their, their team seems to be dwindling, Gizmoduck says. Um, but you know what? Gizmoduck is like, he's in rare form right now because he asks Morgana if she has a power to find a villain's hideout. She says she's not sure, and Gizmoduck goes, Good! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Goslin wants to find Darkwing. And of course. Yeah, she's worried about him. Yeah, but Gizmo won't let her do it, so he says Stegmud in, instead. So he can go uh, give Darkwing his change, <laughs> the 25 cents still. Stegmud wouldn't be in this story if he didn't want to give him his change. Yeah, and Gizmo's job is to cut off the um, the electric wall. Yeah. Stegmud's going to stop the, go to the power company. Stegmud's looking for Darkwing, and Morgana's going to find the hideout. So everybody splits up, and the first character we check back on is Neptunia. Yeah, she's with Hal. Yeah, <laughs> Hal, her octopus, and we get another running gag. It's just so many running gags. Hal's trying to tell her something, and she doesn't understand him. And remember what her guess is? Somebody fell into Devil's Gorge and has a compound fracture of the lower mandible. (laughs) It's so oddly specific. It's not my fault I can't understand you. Maybe you've had a mouth. (laughs) So, so yeah, he takes her over to Liquidator. Yeah, Liquidator is, uh, he's ripping people off. He's Mm -hmm. trying to sell life rafts or rafts, you know. For a million dollars. Yeah, and he's like, we'll take down payment. We'll take if you have bad credit. Don't matter. <laughs> yeah, we well, we haven't met 
liquidated before his mutation yet, but he was always a crook. Oh, yeah. Unlike Megavolt and Bushroot, he didn't start off innocent and a good guy. He was always a crook, and he's still a crook. And I'm going to tell you, I get why they don't they didn't do many solo Liquidator episodes, because, mm. you know, he's flooded that city. Everybody's high and dry, and he's in total control, mm-hmm. you know? And he's got everyone right where he wants them. He is one powerful villain, I got to tell you. And um, so Neptunia realizes, you know, maybe she should do something. Yeah, so but, Neptunia and Liquidator, they get into a brawl. They they go at it toe-to-toe. Yep, how's that go? Uh, she does. She handles her own at first. She gets them in that little spin where she makes them like a whirlpool, but she runs into the electrical wire. Yeah, and it knocks her out. Yeah, she's out cold, and she's she's defeated. You know, it's a, it's a great scene for Liquidator. Like I said it with the last episode. You don't know who he is when you first meet him here, but you you see he's a really great villain. I do mm-hmm. enjoy Liquidator. And um, so next up, it's Morgana. And Morgana she versus Bushroot. She uh, finds Bushroot. the hideout. Mm-hmm. She does find it. And uh, for the first time, she mentions Archie by name. Yep. You know, so we now we know his name. If we didn't know it before, we know it now. And... Um, Something going on behind her in the bushes. Yeah, something's going on. We got Bushroot. Yeah, I'd love to know what he was doing back there because he (laughs) looks really ashamed of himself when she catches him. Yeah. Do you hear what sounds like Spike back Mm -hmm. there? And and she parts the bushes and he's totally shocked. And even he could squeak freak out, whatever they saw. But anyway, it's left to your imagination. And Morgan, yeah. Oh, when Morgana pops up in this scene uh, and Bushroot notices her, did you notice, like, she's in the middle of the screen and she floats across and they never show her feet? I don't even know if Morgana even has feet. She's, like, literally (laughs) floating in the air, man. Like, you can see her just float across the screen. I'm like, where's her feet? (laughs) I'd love to know if they ever address that, like, in the Mm -hmm. series Bible or with the writers. Like, by the way, never show her feet. Um, because we never do find out what her legs and her feet look like. Um, not that I'm dying to see, but I'm really curious. <laughs> um, so, oh, <laughs> so Mike. <he> meant, what? <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, so what happens? They, uh, Morgana and Bushroot, they go at it toe-to-toe now. Yeah, she um, she sends Eakin Squeak at him. And again, this is the first time they mention Eakin Squeak. Mm-hmm. She has them attack him. And for a split second, there are three bats attacking Bushroot. Animation mistake. Um... So his Venus flytraps eat Eakin Squeak, munch him and swallow him. <laughs> yeah, she's she's not happy about that one bit though. She freaks out. No, so she turns the flytraps into daisies and Eakin Squeak get away. Yeah, but then she gets caught up though. Bushroot turns gets a tree at her, sends a mm-hmm. tree to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bushroot Bushroot can take care of himself if he has. He isn't scared of her. When Darkwing comes along, Bushroot gets scared. He isn't mm-hmm. scared of Morgana. Um, he ties her up with Ivy and then whacks her right out with a big tree. The tree yeah. just smacks her. Yeah, the thing about Bushroot is you got to pick where you battle him because if he's near plants and trees, he's going to have the advantage, you know? Absolutely. He's lucky that big tree was right there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he knocks her out and, you know, we see that Archie's okay. Yeah. We get a little shot of Archie reacting. They reuse yeah. the animation later on of him, like, freaking out and trying to run away. <laughs> and um but Bushroot admits she does a pretty good daisy you know yeah. and um next up is mr stegmont 
Trying Quacker to find... Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Stegma, Stegma's so stupid. I don't even know if he's lovably stupid or just stupid, stupid. <laughs> he puts on a disguise. What's his disguise? Oh, he put on the with the glasses with the big nose and the mustache. Yeah, the Groucho glasses. And that's <laughs> enough. That's gonna that's gonna disguise him because anybody could be a villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as soon as he shows up, like these bystanders flip out. A dinosaur <laughs> and a fake nose and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 funny because it's it's so dumb. But um so what does Quacker Jack do? He he sends his toys at him. You notice his toy soldiers are actually humans? Yeah, they they look like the like nutcrackers or something. Yeah, it's the same toy soldiers he uses in um Toys R Us. It's the same design. Yeah. And um Stegmut turns around and whacks him with his tail. <laughs> and uh Quacker Jack comes back quick. <laughs> yeah, and again, the bus driver that drops him off is a human being. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. It's just an actual it's a human being driving the bus. Mm-hmm. And um so Quacker Jack knocks him out with some sleeping gas and Stegmut's out for the count. Yeah. That wasn't too hard. But now we get a good one, though. We get a big one. We get a Gizmo, Gizmo Duck versus Megavolt. And the two of them have met before. Yeah. Because Up, Up, and Arai was also before this one as well. And the two of them got together and fought in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so as Megavolt often does, he always makes me laugh, like really laugh. The, the two doctors are like whining at him that they need electricity to run, run the hospital. And Megavolt goes, oh, boo hoo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Megavolt's funny. I think it's his first line of the episode, and I'm, I'm already laughing at him. And um, Gizmo Duck is up on the building, notices what's going on, jumps off the roof, and lands on Me- Megavolt's foot. Yeah. And doesn't yeah. realize how much pain Megavolt's in. Yeah, because he's too busy. He's he's pulling a dark wing move here. He's bragging. He's being conceited. <laughs> you know, now, like Gizmo Duck gets lost in talking about himself sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it's being conceited as much as it's just he doesn't know how to shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's like that was always Fenton's thing. He uh, he was good with words, but he never was able to stop himself. You know, mm-hmm. Fenton always went overboard. Um, and he doesn't even notice that Megavolt is plugging something into his back. Mm-hmm. What does Megavolt do to Gizmo Duck? Well, uh, he uh, he he uh, tied up a plug to both of them and shocks right. them. Yeah, and Gizmo Duck's uh, weapons go crazy, and he uh, passes out too. Yeah, all his what did he say? His Gizmo Gizmo Gizmos pop- are akimbo. Oh, yeah. Kimbo. <laughs> Gizmos are akimbo. And that's it. All our heroes are done. They're out. Yeah. They're out cold, actually. And yeah. you mentioned something about Morgana in this next scene. Yeah. Okay. So we get to the next scene, and Negaduck's bragging about Saint Canard, how he captured the Justice Duck, and they're all in a pile except for Morgana. Uh, she gets brought in, and she's thrown on top of the pile. Now she's on top, mm-hmm. and we can see her from the back. Her feet are still not showing. <laughs> Morgana doesn't have feet. <laughs> She's a ghost. I don't know what it is, but her feet will never show, I guess, man. Um, speaking of feet, Archie has eight of them, and Archie gets away. Mm-hmm. He Nobody notices him. He just jumps right past Bushroot. Nobody notices. And um, so, yeah, that's the end of our first act. Uh, Negaduck makes – Negaduck implies that, uh, you know, he's got big plans for these guys. 
all the heroic Avengers are. He mentions Avengers, actually. He calls them the heroic Avengers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take dirt naps right alongside Darkwing. So um, Archie goes up the tower, finds Goslin and Launchpad. And um, Launchpad steps on Archie. Oh, poor Archie. Poor, yeah, poor Archie. And um, so Archie tells, tries to tell Goslin what happened. And we get a callback to that joke with Hal. The mm -hmm. Devil's Gorge compound fracture joke. That's yeah. what Launchpad's guesses. <laughs> but 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 Goslin gets it. There isn't an episode before this where Goslin meets Archie. That's later. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, she clearly knows who he is because she calls him old pal, which is sweet. Yeah. Um, so she assumes she'll never see anybody again, especially Darkwing. And she runs right past him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he... this, this is the ultimate scene of Darkwing being like super pathetic. <laughs> like yeah. I've mentioned before, Darkwing Pathetic is one of my favorite types of Darkwings. Here he's just he's melodramatic. Like he's oh man, Darkwing is just he's wallowing in self pity right now. Oh yeah, man. He he's he he's just pretty pathetic. He's like making comments saying that he should have joined the team instead of being all alone and uh he, he, he calls wishes himself that... uh Spud Mothering Jackanate. Yeah, you know, and he he he's feeling he let Saint Canard down. He should have been a team uh, team player, but little does he know, this is his time to shine. He doesn't realize it yet, though. Yeah, Launchpad <laughs> and Goslin keep trying to tell him, and he's he's not getting it. He's not getting it at all. He's too busy moping. Yeah, and he finally he finally comes back from it and realizes that you know we can be a team. You know, it'll work out. The fearsome five shall fall, and then he asks. <laughs> So where is everybody? And they tell him that they've been captured. And almost imme <laughs> and immediately, Darkwing turns. Right back <laughs> to his own self. He's cocky. Like, I, I, knew I guess it. I got to go save him. That's <laughs> it. Darkwing is, uh, he has his confidence back. And, you know, okay, so coming up, this is my favorite sequence in the entire episode. Yeah, this is a great sequence. Negaduck's, it's not my favorite one, but it, this, it, go ahead. This is where Negaduck begins to shine. Oh, he definitely does. This I said it last time that we haven't seen much of Negaduck so far, and we don't quite have a bead on who he is, but this is when it really happens. Negaduck has a torture room in his, you know, in his building, and he has each of the good guys hooked up to something that's designed to kill them. Mm -hmm. And what's he what's he got Gizmo Duck hooked up to? He had Gizmo uh, hooked up to uh, like the thing that um, brought uh, Frankenstein alive. Yeah, kind of. He's he's like strapped to like a table with like jumper cables all over him, mm -hmm. and he he's sucking out his energy of the Gizmo suit, and then plans to reverse the charge and fry him. Yeah, he had a uh, Detunia under a big lamp, right? Yeah, he calls them nuclear fusion sun lamps. <laughs> Morgana was her head was gonna get squashed. Yeah, and a, a mystical power draining vice. And he plans to crush her head. And then Stegma was like somewhere where there was no gravity. Yeah, there's <laughs> a gravity chamber, and he's going to suck the air out and suffocate him. Now, let me say something before you talk about your favorite scene on here. Um, this is where I really feel Jim Cummings was able this to really separate the two characters. Right. Like the, this is where you finally got, even though you know his Jim. It's, it's two different gems here. The personality, the voice, the laughter, you know, like the evilness in his voice is, is there, man. Like I, I know Negaduck was always hard on Jim's throat, mm -hmm. but I know I could tell he loved doing it. 
Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. All right, Mike, go ahead and take your scene away. No, yeah. I mean, it's already the, the scene's already in full swing because mm-hmm. Jim is just having – most of this scene is just Negaduck talking. Like, Gizmoduck gets one line and, like, Stegmut says, like, one quick thing. Otherwise, it's just Jim, mm-hmm. like, having the time of his life voicing Negaduck in this scene. Like, it's just – it's so much fun to listen to him. And then he – and then – like, this is, like, the most iconic part of the episode. <laughs> he keeps saying he's going to throw the switch. But when he gets ready to kill everybody, he hits a button. Nothing happens. Everyone is, like, wincing. Oh, no, it's going to happen. Nothing. And, gets, and, and, and Negaduck's, like, screwing with everybody, you know? <laughs> he's like, oops, that's not it. And he goes for it. He goes for, like, a small, like, switch. Goes for that one. Nothing happens. He goes... <laughs> That's not it. So it must be. And then he gets this big, gigantic switch, which was clearly the one that he had to use the whole time. Yeah. And oh, and there's a beautiful shot now. Of it's it's taken from behind uh, Negaduck's back, starting on the right side of the room, and the camera pans across all the good guys who are tied up yeah. as as you see lightning flashing in the window. Mm-hmm. And even the music cue is great, and Negaduck's laughing and like. It's really fantastic. Yeah, you know it's about to go down, you know? <laughs> and just before he pulls the switch, there's a commotion from the other room. Mm-hmm. Now, still, they're you're fighting. Still, you're still <laughs> focused on Negaduck, you know, because he's the one in the shot. And he goes, oh, give me just a little break. But in the background, did, did you hear the argument Megavolt and Bushrood are having? I couldn't hear what they were saying, uh, but... It, they were fighting over the liquidator, wasn't it? The liquidator well, messed up the city or now, something? Well, they, they will, but if you hear it in the background, it's very, very vague, but you can hear it. Megavolt goes, get out of my way, you weed. And Bushroot goes, who are you calling a weed, plughead? Go put your head in a socket. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them, and then, you know, Negaduck bursts into the room, and you see all four of them tangled up with each other. Mm-hmm. And they just they're just not getting along. This is this is the first time we can tell this team is not quite working the way Negaduck wished it would, you know? Yeah. Because um Megavolt is complaining Liquidator shorts out the power company and Bushroot's whining, because Bushroot whines about everything, that Quacker Jack's toys are trampling his plants. Yeah, and then uh, Negaduck comes with an idea to split St. Canard in four parts. Okay, so we get a few firsts with Negaduck here. Some big firsts. Very big firsts. First is the chainsaw. It's and very big. These days, what's Negaduck without a chainsaw? Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. I know we had the shotgun. We talked about that last time. But that they stopped using that. Negaduck is Negaduck. He's not Negaduck without the chainsaw. And this is the first time he pulls it out. In mm-hmm. fact, the chainsaw is such an iconic weapon for him. Didn't you go crazy in the new DuckTales episode where neg- where um, Jim Starling pulled out the chainsaw and did oh, Negaduck's yeah. voice? Mm-hmm. That's when I knew he was Negaduck. Um, so yeah, he pulls out a chainsaw. That's one. Then in the shadow he casts against the wall, they draw him with sharp teeth. Now oh, that's, yeah. that's not something he's going to have very much in the show. But at this point, like it's iconic, it's iconic. Negaduck has sharp teeth in the comic book. Um, James Silvani drew him with sharp teeth. And have you seen Tad Stone's most recent drawings of Negaduck these days? 
Yes, I have. Cat's drawings of Negaducks are sick. Mm-hmm. Like, and sick in a good way. Like, he has sharp teeth, crazy Jekyll and Hyde eyes. And, yeah, the sharp teeth thing. They didn't do it much in the show, but that's, like, that's Negaduck now, the, the sharp teeth. And um, so he takes the chainsaw and he splits the model of St. Canard into four sections. And as he's doing that, his eyes go crazy, too. Yeah. Like, um, also, yeah, Negaduck these days, when they draw him, like in the comic and on New DuckTales, he has crazy eyes, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's come a long way design-wise. Um, so he says to the other four, you know, this is your empire. It's yours, one for each of you. But he gets the loot. Yeah, he get it. That was a big pile of loot. <laughs> and um, when they complain, he just takes the chainsaw and revs it up, and they back off. Yeah. Even though I doubt the chainsaw could possibly hurt Liquidator or not butcher it out for very long, they're still they're still scared of him. Mm-hmm. You know, Negaduck Negaduck's terrifying to these guys. So Negaduck leaves, and Dark, Darkwing shows up. Yeah, just as Negaduck's about to tell him to eat hot death. <laughs> the buzz, the intercom rings, and it's Darkwing downstairs acting like a receptionist, calling up to Negaduck. <laughs> he, he tells him Negaduck has flowers, and when Negaduck's like, I hate flowers, Darkwing is like, I meant, I meant skulls. <laughs> and Negaduck, Negaduck gets licks, excited. <laughs> he licks his lips. <laughs> so Negaduck comes down and discovers Darkwing's uh, stretching on a rubber band and knocks him out with an anvil. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't know if this was intended as a running gag. There was an anvil in the last episode, too. Negaduck yeah. dropped one on Gizmoduck. So now Darkwing hits him with an anvil, too. And we're going to see an anvil again later, too. Wouldn't, um, so funny, Neg- wouldn't it be funny if the anvil had uh, Acme on it? Even though I know they couldn't do that because that was Warner's. Acme's a Warner's thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if the anvil said hi there, like Dr. Strangelove. Oh, yeah. Um, so he knocks him out and he pulls out. He goes, I dented my anvil. And we get another yep, yep, yep from Jim. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> and um, so the other guys upstairs, the rest of the Fearsome Five, are planning a mutiny. Yep. So, you know, Megavolt thinks it's unfair. Bushroot Liquidator think it's unfair. You know who else thinks it's unfair? Go for it. Banana Brain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cause, uh, he, doesn't like, he doesn't like it either. <laughs> and one of my favorite scenes, the four of them get together and go, let's kill Negaduck. And when they're saying that, Quackerjack takes Banana Brain. He sticks him out like he's saying it too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, 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 it's actually kind of cute, the way he uses Banana Brain. So Darkwing walks in. He's dressed as Negaduck, except for the purple mask. Yeah, because, that's funny. Know, he kept the purple man. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, you can still always tell who's who. They do that for the kids, just so yeah. the kids don't get confused. Um, and um, he comes in, and everyone jumps him. And mm-hmm. this is another one of my favorite scenes because it, it's just so funny. So um, they're they're trying to beat up Darkwing, and you got Bushroot by the door going, "Kill Nagaduck, kill Nagaduck," and Nagaduck mm-hmm. walks in. He's like, "Kill who?" <laughs> and everyone realizes how badly they screwed up. Yeah. You know? And um, they, they're trying to, like, explain their way out of it. Mm-hmm. And um, so Negaduck tells everyone just to grab him. You know, they all jump on Darkwing. And again, these guys are strong enough to just, they, they can easily overpower Darkwing. You yeah. know? But we get, our, your, so, we get your gag back. What gag? Uh, the switch. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Will. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> next, next scene, they have Darkwing restrained. And, yeah, Negaduck goes to pull the switch, and he goes, the fun begins when I throw. I don't quite get this joke if it's the hero saying it or it's, like, the audience at home who are fed up. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes, we know, we know, the switch. I thought it was the heroes that said it. I I feel like it's supposed to be a meta joke, like the audience is already kind of sick of the gag. But I think that – I think I'm going to be reading into it a bit too much, you okay. know? Yeah, so I, I didn't see that. Yeah, I'm probably just imagining. <laughs> so, so Darkwing and Negaduck are pulling on the switch back and forth, and um, everyone's screaming. Then they're relieved. Then they're screaming. Then they're relieved, and back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. And it's it's actually pretty clever. And so Negaduck finally pulls the switch, and everyone starts. You know, the death traps are going on, and Gizmonok's getting fried, and Neptunia's getting fried, and Morgana's head's getting crushed and Sigma can't breathe. It looks bad. Yeah, it looks really bad. It looks really bad. And then, did you catch the line from Negaduck? Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. You do know where that's from, right? No. The Mickey Mouse Club end theme. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Oh, the old theme. M-O-U-S-E. And Negaduck says that. Straight Ah. out Mickey Mouse Club shout out. I didn't get yeah. that. Oh, it's cool. He and he grabs <laughs> a chain, he grabs a chainsaw and he he's like he's like a hair away from slicing Darkwing apart. Mm-hmm. And what happens before he can do it? Morgana finally comes through, man. <laughs> yep. What does she do? She turns the chainsaw into a yak. There we go. Running <laughs> gag, running gag pays off. The yak crushes Negaduck. Mm-hmm. So Darkwing destroys the device that was gonna, you know, the um, the switch. He kills that machine. You see the and gas gun it. with it. Yep, he destroys it with the gas gun. And he saves everybody. He uses the gas gun. He destroys the machine with it, and he saves Morgana, saves everybody else. And there we go. We get the big scene. Yeah, the finally the scene. The Justice Ducks are assembled. Fearsome Five is assembled, and then it's an all-out brawl, man. Right. And they do like a Western. Like, it's it's really great. And everyone starts fighting. Well, you know it's what just, that theme was, though, right? With the Western? Yeah, yeah. I know what it is. It's the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. <laughs> yup, 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 yup. And um, so, yeah, everyone starts fighting. Like, mm-hmm. all hell breaks loose, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, one by one, the good guys manage to defeat each of the bad guys. First up is Megavolt. No, actually, back up a little bit. Neptunia does the whirlpool thing again with Liquidator. Yeah. And so, and Liquidator crashes right into Megavolt. So Megavolt's down for the count really fast, though. Um, I kind of wish Megavolt lasted a little bit longer in this episode. So, yeah, Megavolt's out. And what's next? Um, who, gets, uh, who gets beat next? It's Bushroot, right? Yeah, Bushroot. Bushroot gets beat by Stegma. Stegma. Yeah, Stegma gets him by the neck. And then doesn't know what to do with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they get another gag coming back. Yep. Another <laughs> gag that pays off. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend Mr. Bushroot's on fire. Put Take out it away, the Bushroot. Put out the Bushroot. Put out the Bushroot. <laughs> right. So next it's uh, Gizmoduck versus Quackerjack. And um, <laughs> Gizmoduck comes out with a dentist drill. So yeah. Quackerjack's 20 teeth thrown away. But then what happens to Quackerjack? He loses his teeth too. <laughs> his teeth rip right out of his mouth. 
Yeah. And Gizmoluck goes, maybe some anesthetic first, and knocks him out with a boxing glove. <laughs> and so last, it's Morgana versus Liquidator. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to turn him into pudding and just can't do it. She yeah, gets – um, she turns something into a Easter Island statue, a, a, a fat Swiss man mm-hmm. with, a, with an accordion. She just can't do it. Like, she's trying to turn him into pudding. She just can't. And um, so, Dark, so, so Darkwing takes a box of pudding. Morgana zaps it right over to Liquidator. And for the first time, really, Darkwing and Gizmoduck team up. You know, I'm going to backtrack you for a second. This is my assumption of what happened. Uh, I thought she made Darkwing invisible for him to sneak up on Liquidator to pour it on him. Is that not what happened? No, he 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 pulls out the box of pudding and she zaps the pudding right over Liquidator's head. Okay. Cause I, it, okay, go ahead. No, it's no that that is what happens. That is okay. what happens. And so Darkwing and Gizmoduck pull out their mixers and turn them into chocolate pudding. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the in the Liquidator. So yeah, all the other guys are beaten. So it's down to the fearsome one. So Negaduck leaves. Shuts the door, and before Darkwing can say, let's get dangerous, he opens the door and gets blown away by a cannon. Oh, yeah. we He looks kind of like a Megatron, but without the black mask. Mm, yeah, a little bit. Right. You're right. A little bit. Kind of. He really did, man. Uh, so, so here's a bit of cartoon logic. Negaduck runs into the elevator. Everybody runs into the elevator with him. We cut to the top floor. The elevator opens, and Negaduck is still running away from them. <laughs> so all six of them were together on the elevator the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, but now that you said it, I remember that. Like he, because I, I remember he came running out of the elevator, and they were like, they just opened the door and stood by the door <laughs> the entire time. They were together in that elevator doing nothing, and you're not <laughs> even supposed to think about it. But that's the joke, <laughs> and it, it's funny. It's just straight out cartoon logic. I love it. So so. Negaduck stands on the edge of the building and says if he presses the button on the remote, he's going to close the uh, the electric slave device and crush St. Canard. Mm-hmm. And um, he says he's going to do it anyway. So before he before he presses the button, I want you to take this next scene from here, Will. Oh, uh, he falls. <laughs> he he actually, Well, what did Darkwing do to get him to, fall, to go further off the ledge? All five of them jump him and go, no! Oh, yeah, that's right. So he starts falling down. And he he bumps into well he he runs into the electrical wire halfway down as he falling off the roof. But before that happened, Darkwing is already making a plan <laughs> to get his revenge. Ground he goes floor run, coming up. Yeah, he's going running down the floor, and then boom, uh, when uh, Negaduck bounces off the wi- electrical wires, he bounces back to the window where Darkwing is. And first, we get a pie in his head. Then not too, he ba- not too bad. Not too bad. He falls back down to the wire. Comes back to the window a second time. Now we get a flower pot. Down to the wire. The third time, the anvil. This is where it's going to start hurting. <laughs> the wire. The third, an- the third anvil in this story. Yep. Uh, he, he goes down to the wire again. The fourth time, we get a money safe. Mm-hmm. He goes down to the wire again. And then finally, the fifth and final time, we get the weights. <laughs> you know what? I'll say this about Negaduck. The guy is tough. The guy is terrifying. The guy is straight out evil, but as much as he's like the ultimate villain, Negaduck gets the most humiliating defeats. Oh, but it's it's not even over yet. Darkwing's still not done with it. Not him. even done. 
So finally, he misses the electrical wire, and Darkwing's down there with the dumpster from the very beginning. And as soon as Negaduck's about to land in it, Darkwing pulls off. <laughs> yep. Negaduck crashes right into the cement, oh, leaves a Negaduck-shaped hole in the ground. Yeah. And it, and that's not even the end. As he's crawling out of the hole, the remote control hits him on the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, it, it, oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to get too because I want to say that for my analysis of the whole episode. But go ahead. Um, then we get uh, Darkwing. Doesn't want. Um, he wants to go on his date now with uh, Morgana. Yeah, and um, you know he has some humility because Gizmoduck says, you know, I thought you didn't want to be a team. Darkwing goes, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> and um, and we get one, another another callback, another running gag. He says, job well done, Justice Ducks. And Neptunia goes, but we're not ducks. Oh, yeah. And Stugma goes, I used to be. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he's ready to go on his date with Morgana. And I don't know what's up with Gizmo Duck. He wants to go on the date with them. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, Gizmoduck oversteps a boundary here. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so this is kind of cool how they set this up. Yeah, this was um, a cool ending. So he pushes Gizmoduck away, and the screen goes black. Only Darkwing and get more Darkwing's still in the shot. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's the only thing left in the shot. The screen goes black. And just as he walks away, you hear Stegma. Mm-hmm. And the little iris opens up, the top left corner of the screen. Stegma pops up. Because we have one loose end, we haven't, we haven't, you know, we haven't tied yet. What is that loose end? His change. The change. He hasn't gotten the change. So yeah, he throws the quarter at Darkwing. Darkwing thinks about it and gives it back. Yeah. After all of that, he doesn't even take the change. <laughs> and a perfect ending. Darkwing goes arm in arm with Morgana, walks off for their date. All right. So Mike, that's just us, Justice Ducks Part Two. We have finished it. Yeah, it's it's truly, you know, put those episodes together. It's the best 45 minutes of Darkwing Duck, I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah, it truly man. is. You know, this was to me like a great breakout episode for Jim Cummings. You know, even just as Darkwing, you know, seeing him sad and moping around and getting the ending, his voice changing and how high pitch and how he gets so excited, you know, to be involved in this. And, oh, and how angry he was in the last episode, too. Yeah. And he then, never you know, gets that angry. Yeah. And then, you know, for this is where you f- really get the separation of Negaduck and Darkwing, you know? Oh, yeah. So, you, you really didn't get much of that idea in the last episode. But here, mm-hmm. Negaduck comes into his own super fast. Yeah, man. Um, the villains... You know, yeah, they're kind of short-timed in it, but it's well done, you know? Right. I know people will complain, oh, I I wish Megavolt was in it more, I wish Quacker Jack was in it more, but you can't can't really space it out, because this is Megaduck's breakout episode, in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, You know, it's kind of like when you watch the movies like The Avengers and Justice League, you know, you may be a fanboy of Batman or Flash, but you're not going to get them on screen all the time. It, it, it can't happen, you know? Yeah, I know there are people who have taken, like, Endgame and Infinity War and actually um, plotted out how much screen time each character gets. Mm-hmm. And and I think they're all well done. And I they really showed the, the villain's strength on all these episodes because the good guys really, you know, in all the battles, the good guys always start off good. But then the the villains finished it and got the job done until the very end. 
Right. You know, you know, so I, I really like that. You know, um, I know, like we said earlier, most people favor the the heroes in Marvel's Avengers and uh, DC's Justice League. But I think like Star Wars, this is the one time people really tend to the join the villain side, you know? Yeah. Darkwing Duck is all about the villains. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we, we all love Launchpad Goslin and Darkwing, but the villains make the show. Mm-hmm. And there's no there's no denying that. Yeah. Now, I know you're not a big Stegmut fan. Um, I'm, I'm not either. Uh, but I do like Neptunia a little bit, even though I know she only shows up one more time. I, I liked how they used her that one episode to build her up for this one, you know? Right. Right. What I think we should do is let's start throwing in our gas canister ratings. Okay. It'll make it a lot easier to discuss this topic. Okay. Um, let's start with the episode itself. Okay. This episode... I prefer I like the first one better, and I gave the first one a five. This one by itself, I would give it a four and a half. But putting them together, I don't want to say, well, let's do the average 4.8, 4.7. I don't want to do all right. that. I'm, I'm just going to do it together because from beginning to end, I enjoy it all. And on the second part, I love Negaduck's breakout. I just love it. And then, like, I love how the villains realize, hey, let's kill him. You know, that scene when you hear all of them and like you said, Banana Brain finally gets his own shine, too, in here. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. So I'm, I'm just going to give it a five, man. Me, too. You know, it's it's I think the first one is a tiny bit stronger because it's a little bit more focused on Darkwing mm-hmm. and his story and just how cool it is to see these villains show up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is still strong because a lot of it is because of Negaduck. Yeah. Like, I, w- I would say the first episode was Darkwing's show, easily. Mm-hmm. This one is Negaduck's show. And he's such a fantastic character right out of the gate that this episode is an, this episode's an automatic five just because of him. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the, ep- the, the, the entire story to me is a five, mm-hmm. both episodes together. Um, although I do think the first episode's a tiny bit stronger, but they're both just, they're both just as good. Like mm-hmm. I said, the consistency... Like, the fact that the first episode is introducing running gags in its first three minutes that pay off at the end of this one, that's fantastic writing. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they plotted this like one full episode. These these two these two episodes are plotted as one story. Yeah. That I, was I, really smart. I like the animation. Um, I would have preferred, though, your two favorite ones, the Japanese or Australian one, though. Japan could have handled it better. I think this would have been too much for um, Australia to handle back in the, back in the day when you threw too much work at Australia, too mm-hmm. much to do. They, they had a hard time handling it because they were a newer studio, but in Japan, their machines, those animators, if Japan had gotten these two episodes, they would have been amazing, but they didn't get it. And I could think of worse than Sun Wu. Yeah. Could have been worse. <laughs> could have been Kennedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which it wouldn't have been. There's no way Tad Stones would have let that happen. Yeah. Um, but Sun Moon's fine. You know, I'm not, I can't knock the animation. It's fine. You know? Mm. And um, so instead of rating per- specific characters this time, we're going to sit. I know last week we said we would do Negaduck. We're not going to do Negaduck. We're <sighs> going to, we're going to rank the teams themselves. Okay. Which one do you want to start with? Well, if Let's go with the heroes. Let's let's do it backwards this time. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, you, you start with this one. Okay, with the heroes, I'm going to give them a four. 
Um, the reason why I'm going to give them a four because Darkwing and Gizmo can hold his own too. Even though he got caught, Gizmo Duck is not a weak hero at all. Morgana, mm-hmm. she's still developing, you know, but she's very useful. Uh, she could screw you up at times. Um, uh, who was Stegmut? I know you don't like Stegmut. Stegmut's but... a big green waste of space. <laughs> He he could be useful if he wasn't so dumb though because he's so strong. So I don't know if they were going like with with Transformers there with Grimlock. You know how Grimlock's the leader of the Dinobots, but he's right, so right. strong, but he's so dumb. I didn't know if that was kind of like the metaphor here. Um, Neptunia, I like her because she's the perfect battle for Liquidator. That was just smart. That was perfect. You know. Um, uh, yeah, I gotta go with four though because they kind of get their butts kicked, you know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be a little bit less generous. Mm-hmm. I'm going for three. Okay. I can totally get why they never use this team again. I have and I have a couple of reasons for that. I'm gonna go into it. Okay. When you take the five of them, there's only two true superheroes in this team. When yeah. you get when you get really down to it, there's only two superheroes in this team. Darkwing and Gizmo Duck. They're the only two that go out looking for trouble. The mm-hmm. other, th- the other three, Stegmud is not a hero. He's like I said, it's a big green waste of space with the mind of a child. He isn't a superhero. Mm-hmm. Neptunia doesn't want to be a hero. Like she even rejects the name Justice Ducks. She, all she cares about is punishing humans for, <laughs> for pollution. And then Morgana's not really. I wouldn't even say she's a superhero either. She just, she's a witch, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're not really a soup. They're only a superhero team because of circumstance, mm-hmm. because they have to be. Because if they didn't, the Fearsome Five would win. And I feel like, how would you use them again? Think about it. The entire story arc, the only character that goes through a true story arc is Darkwing. He has to get used to being a team player Mm -hmm. but you can tell this isn't something he'd want to do over and over again because he'd have to put up with gizmo duck and stegmon over and over so they couldn't rehash that same story of darkwing not being a team player Mm -hmm. you know so i totally get why they only use these guys once and i don't know if you ever heard about this the justice ducks were going to come back in their own television series. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah, Tad Stones wanted to do a new... Not Tad Stones, he wasn't going to be in charge of the show. Someone else was going to be a story runner for it. The new version of Justice Ducks, you know which characters were going to be in it? No. Nobody but Darkwing and Gizmo Duck. The oh, other, char- wow. other characters were new. Mm-hmm. Not quite. You know who one of the characters were? The Rubber Chicken from Mutancy on the Bouncy. <laughs> and two brand new characters. They were not going to use Morgana, Stegma, and Neptunia. Mm-hmm. That should give you some idea. You know? Yeah. The idea of Justice Ducks, I think, is interesting, but not that combination of characters. I can't imagine it being something that would have continued to work. Okay. But for this, for this story, it's fine. But I got to give the team a three. Because right, it's let- like... And again, I'm not a big fan of Stigma and Neptunia. A lot of my score comes from how much I love Gizmo Duck, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know what? Moving on to a little bit more positivity for me. The Fearsome Five. Oh, yeah. All right, you go first on this one. I'm giving him a five. 
<laughs> you know, because you got Quackerjack, Megavolt, and Negaduck in that group. Mm-hmm. And I love Bushwood and Liquidator, so how can you not go lower than five? You know, <laughs> they're a fun collection of villains. You know, they just they play off each other so well. Do you, know? you think do you think they didn't choose like Steel Beak and all of them because they were foul? Yeah, definitely foul. Okay. I can't imagine yeah. that really working as well. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm I'm on, to me it's an easy five, man. Yeah. It's how an easy you, five. How could you not? Yeah, you know, like they're already well all all four of the villains are great already. And then you bring in Negaduck. It's just, man, I don't even know how to discuss and debate and or even prove myself on my score. Yeah. It's too easy. The, <laughs> the, the only thing, like I said last time, is that the Fearsome Five never reaches this level of effectiveness ever again. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the only time they're working together as a true unit and actually succeed in something. Mm-hmm. You know, Life and Negaverse and everything, he, he clearly hates them. You know, yeah. and he wants no he wants nothing to do with them. And in Jailbird, Darkwing beats them really easily, and Negaduck is only interested in their powers. This is the one time the actual Fearsome Five is a cohesive group that actually take over say Canard. Yeah. You know? Because I really did... I really like how they showed each one of their strengths. Even though it was really quick, you you saw it, you know. When they are working together and it's a competent when they're competent and they're working together, they mm-hmm. do work together really well. Yeah, because the first episode really showed that, showing them teamed up together. And then the second episode, it kind of showed them separated, you know, but they were still holding their own, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But it plants that seed that the four of them don't really trust Negaduck, and he's not very fond of them either. That seed <laughs> is planted in this episode. But, you know, they build on it. Um, so yeah, the fearsome five get they get a five from me. How can you not give the fearsome five a five? You know? <laughs> All right, but, so um, Mike, that's uh just us Justice Ducks part two, man. What episode we got next? Um, well, one that's nowhere near as good as the ones we've talked about lately. <laughs> um, how much do you like Jumbalaya Jake? Uh, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his much. Yeah, he's back. Um. You know, recently a website called Screen Rant mm-hmm. uh, ranked the top 10 worst Darkwing episodes based on IMDb ratings. Do you know which one got the uh, the honor of being the number one worst Darkwing episode? Which one? Next week's. Oh, really? The, it, it, next week is what? Double Darkwings? Double Darkwings, yeah. It's, you know, I, I liked Can't Buy You Love because it was animated in Japan. This mm-hmm. one isn't so lucky. Um, but we'll talk about it. You know what? Ha- you know what? I s- they really built up the last four weeks to Justice Ducks. Mm-hmm. You know, giving us Quackerjack, giving us all those Megavolt and uh, Bushroot episodes. We're not going to see a single Fearsome Five car- member for the next ten episodes in a row. Oh my goodness! Are you serious? Yeah, they have a lot of weaker episodes to burn off now. Okay. So. We're getting, I wouldn't say mediocrity, because that's that's very, very hard. I mm-hmm. really don't want to use that term. But the next batch of episodes, we're kind of dipping quite a bit before we pick back up. Okay, so we, we, we reached a hype for a little while. Now we got to calm, calm down a little bit, huh? Yeah, both on the Disney afternoon and on Saturday morning. The next couple of Saturday morning episodes aren't all that hot either. Um, 
So we dip a little bit, but when we go back up, which will be a few months from now, but when we go back up, it's going to be fantastic. We need that breather from Justice Ducks. We definitely yeah. do. Yeah. And we're also, the after after Double Dark Wings, we start getting into rerun territory, too. So we don't have as many episodes in a row at this point. Okay. So, yeah, that's we talked as much about Justice Ducks, as, I think, as anybody ever has. So. <laughs> All right, so I uh, still got a while for playtime again. Yeah, you know what? Things start picking back up when we finally get back to Quacker Jack. Woohoo! Yeah, so his next one is a whiffle while you work, but we have um, about 10 or so episodes between us and that. Okay, well, at least I got a sneak peek of him before Justice Ducks, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. It won't be long before you get tons of Quacker Jack and Nega Duck. They're, right. coming in, they're, cu- they're coming in uh, volume soon. <laughs> so mike where can they listen to the podcast at man spotify stitcher uh apple devices google play a radio public pocket cast um we're over on youtube and amazon echo yeah as we mentioned last week so all you have to do is talk into your alexa and it will play the episode for you yeah there you go man and also make sure y'all follow us on facebook uh and we're saying our file yeah and on instagram we're saying our files on instagram uh, I might create us a Twitter page, man. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Uh, as always, guys, you know, we really appreciate y'all. And I have to apologize. Uh, I didn't really take time to look up to give anyone a shout out this time. I apologize for that. But I, I gave five last or four last time and Mike gave one. So we gave you five. Can yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we can get a break on this one. So cut mm-hmm. me some slack. <laughs> Uh, and guys, I appreciate all the likes and stuff, but I really, really would like for you guys to comment a little more and, and participate in conversations. So if you don't mind, please do. Uh, even if you don't like something about the podcast or the page, say it. If you like something, let us know so we know we're doing something right. You know. Come on, come on, guys. If if you comment and participate, we'll give you a free quarter and some pudding. <laughs> Maybe a yak. <laughs> <laughs> and some anvils. It's plenty to go around. <laughs> but no seriously we love it if you guys were a little bit more active just like whenever whenever we post that the new episodes have dropped you can use that thread to talk about the episodes you know we would love that yeah man. But, you know but oh, you know yeah. that's yes oh, well? yeah just, just one last thing i want to say to all the people who listen to our podcast man uh show some of the other guys some love who who had involvement in the cartoon of dark queen like you know the writers the animators uh, people who did musical score show them some love the voice actors uh, I know they're a lot most people's favorite I, I know they're the they're the singer the head leader of the band I get that you know but you know hey show the drummer the bass player and them some love too you know yeah you know what it takes an entire group of people to make a show mm-hmm. you know so that said we'll catch you guys next time with some Cajun goodness <laughs> alright guys uh, Yeah, we're signing out, and stay dangerous. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Meet St. Canard's most wanted. Eat what, it's Starkling! There's Megavolt Criminal Circuit Breaker. It's playtime! Quacker Jack, fiendish felon. (laughs) Bushroot, experiment gone haywire. I'm really not sinister, just misunderstood. And diabolical evildoer, Mega Duck. A rotten kind of guy. And only one superhero can stop them. The original, Mr. Fix-It. Get him. Darkwing Duck. <laughs> Boing.